I don't get it. Minute 30 of From Russia with Love. I'm Brian. And I'm Brad. And this is the podcast that takes the smoothest, suavest, most debonair spy franchise around and shakes it out one minute at a time. Never stirred. This is Bond. Minute Bond. Brad, <laughs> what happened in this minute? This is um, kidding. I, I don't get it, but I'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, um, not a whole lot, really. I mean, we finished up the conversation with um, Kieran Bay. I almost forgot his name there for a second because, um, yep. You're drunk. Coffee. And um, I guess I could have put Bailey's in or something like that in too. So I, you technically know, it could be. Someone actually <laughs> got a DUI once for ha- being caffeinated. Really? I think they finally overturned it, but it took like an insane amount of effort. <laughs> a stupid yeah. amount of effort is more I, accurate. I think, I think if I was enough caffeinated enough to get a DUI, I think my heart would explode. I don't think I could get that far without my heart exploding first. Touche. Mm. So in this minute, I'll oh, say I've only had I've only had five of these uh, sugar-free Red Bulls because 400 milligrams of caffeine is the maximum. That's exactly oh, nice. what I got to. Nice. This is coffee number two for the day. Um, the first one was with my breakfast, which I mix breakfast essentials, which is like this like powder mix. Dude, you shouldn't be drinking coffee at 6:23 at night. It's gonna fuck Why? up your sleep. Still, st- look, still light outside. Yeah, but it's a six-hour half-life, and that just means it take after six hours, half of the caffeine you've put into your body is out. So that can seriously mess up your sleep <laughs> if you're drinking coffee past like All right. three p.m. All right, well, or four p.m. No. at least. I'll just uh, fall asleep in the next episode. Don't worry about this. We're good. <laughs> Just one of those people that fall asleep anywhere. So I'm all make- you need to do is read a book. All I need to do is right. close my eyes for long enough. And I'm good. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Yeah, my wife is completely upset. She can try to go to sleep for hours and not make it. I, I would laugh so much if you can go to sleep super easily, but your sleep is like not quality. Oh, it is. But but her but she takes forever to sleep and she's got like the best quality sleep. Yeah, I wasn't just no. going to laugh at you if you had bad qualities. No. <laughs> I have good, poor, I have good quality poor, sleep. poor. <laughs> Being overworked. <laughs> um, so really, in this minute, I mean, it's not, not a whole lot happened. We finished the conversation, which was like what, two sentences with Kieran Bay. And then we see a car drive by with Buff and Stuff driving. And I'm not exactly sure who that is in the back. I don't remember. I don't remember if it comes up who it is. But we see the person that was following James from the airport, creepy mustache, pedo tie, kind of noticing. So I wonder if it's, you know, his driver. To, to um, answer your question, he had a car drive up and pick him up from the airport. So he had a partner the whole time. Yeah. So I don't know if it's that's pedo stash's driver <laughs> or if it's like one of kieran bay's sons but he's riding in the right in the back all hog tied up and with buff and stuff maybe it's just the fullness of the mustache but i it just never strikes me as a pedo stash if it was like more oh, see-through thin. or see-through especially yeah but if if it just didn't have that lushness you know where it's kind of pathetic then it'd be like oh get away from those kids <laughs> <laughs> him with his hat and his glasses i'm like oh do you paint <laughs> yeah are, are you gonna are you gonna broadcast the news later on today yeah so we see him all hogtied in the back of the car and then we see james walk into a hotel ask the reception clerk uh, or tell the reception clerk you should have a reservation for me um he said yep james bond yep room 32 the lady the, that was from like the guy there's a female behind the reception desk yep 32 
the guy the guy carrying his luggage hands him off to another guy i think they say 32 another time <laughs> so they really want you to know that he's in hotel room 32 <laughs> and you see him go to the elevator the elevator closes and that's pretty much the end of them oh i guess you see them open the door into room 32 yeah that's just the end a of the scotch all right so i should have i considered mentioning this last minute but i just love that they uh, baked in an excuse to have bond just be bond around town and like i assume drink and sleep with people and whatever where they're like oh i uh, she'll figure out she'll contact you so just you know or hang out yeah didn't make any sense to me is why would buff and stuff take that car one they said that they just make it easier on each other to just follow each other so he totally could just hung out in the background i assume that having everything be so easy dulls your senses you know yeah. your spy senses uh he could have just like let everyone believe business was usual or yeah. he could have killed both of those agents which would have also sounded off alarms but it's like why even kidnap one then if you're gonna leave the other to um uh, it's probably yeah. and, and they're on the same team too which is weird they are yeah because he's russian buff and stuff is russian yeah uh, are working for the russians and and well i guess they're not because he's working for technically he's working for they're kind of different um, arms to the same company yeah because he's working for specter but specter is just you know helping out the russians yeah. <laughs> um so they're, they're, not, they're they're ish they're on the same team ish so i guess he doesn't kill him but i mean still i mean he could have just followed them because they're what belarus or whatever or i forgot where they're from that they're tracking in turkey if it was like a lazy modern movie let me rephrase that if dwayne johnson was making this movie <laughs> i would and he was the main character i would just be like why are you adding an extra storyline as in like pedo stash suddenly ha having to go after the car that like left him behind and then like why am i wasting time with pedo sash trying to get his car back or what, yeah. you know figure out what's up with buff and stuff this is unnecessary complications but hey it, it might turn out very well you know people yeah. listening i'm assuming have seen it already but yeah um 20 27 seconds to 30 seconds what is buff and stuff doing with his right hand i thought maybe he was shifting gears but he is not shifting gears he's like it almost looks like he has like a fidget cube or something like that in his hands he's putting on a glove is it's, he? A, it's a very dark but oh, slightly yeah. brown glove yeah and he's like trying to wiggle his fingers it just looks super weird i didn't see the glove at first yeah they they really should have made the glove like gray you know so it would stick out against that uh dark dashboard or at yeah. least hold his hand up higher. But um, then you got to try and figure out. The, well, I guess they're already green screening, reprojecting his. Oh, that is because that looks good. What yeah, a, I, like I, that I shot looks real good. I assume that's a uh, reprojection. I, I, and, and he's not. Yeah, because it almost. Oh, I guess it isn't. I was going to say it almost looks just, like the, the outside is black and white. But it's just not. just so one person doesn't yell at you. I guess it's technically forward projection. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh, okay dad jokes <laughs> no i'm no i'm serious it's it's called i believe it's called forward projection if it's like supposed to be in front of you or i don't maybe i'm yeah wrong well, I've... but I, just, I was just reading a medium article about someone sharing a picture that said taco tuesday can be any tuesday if you try hard enough and then they made a whole article about how one like mediocre white guy and the author was white came in like had to be like well it wouldn't be taco tuesday if it was wednesday <laughs> so i was just thinking about uh 
What is so rear projection is actually the projector behind the screen projecting onto a screen and you're staying in front of the screen. So the rear projection would be like just because that's the way I thought it was because we had an old uh, rear projection TV and those things are like six billion pounds. But that's how it was. It it had a projector that bounced it off onto the screen. So rear projection effects are okay. Never mind. I took that too. I've literally thought that for years. (laughs) It was like rear projection side or I've never mind. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, if someone was going to yell at you for my dumb reason, now we've both learned something, angry person <laughs> listening. <laughs> I was not fucking with you at all. That wasn't a dad joke intentionally. I really thought I was. Well, you had me because I was like, wait, am I wrong? Because I know I've seen I've seen YouTube video on, on how they do these effects. Um so I was like, wait, isn't it just a projector? And that, that's, I had to Google it and look it up. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm right. Okay. Yeah. I looked up what is front projection in movies. And it says a front projection effect is an in-camera visual effects process in film production for combining foreground performance with pre-filmed background footage. So it's something by that description. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't understand, <laughs> but film riot did a episode of rear and front projection in film production or an article so i'm gonna read that later there you go now now we can both learn something you can learn something i can fall asleep that's i like this dude i watched children weeks, of the corn weeks, part two no weeks worth of film riot videos back in the day they were great <laughs> before they became not so great well no they they're probably still great but i'm sure uh <clears throat> you know if you go on social blade film riot and uh they, they have a b so good for them but if I look at social blade movies are dope. <laughs> but no, if, if you go, Oh, you do come up. That's crazy. Well, yeah, but like their channel, I'm happy they're they're doing well still, but it's nothing like it used to be. D plus what? Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. I'm not failing. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't uploaded in a long time. <laughs> Which yeah, I got a D follow- plus in school with that much effort. Yeah, and your followers rank is in the ten millions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, ten ten million points to each follower. <laughs> ten million points to Gryffindor. So the hotel in this one, well, it's doing better than I guess M's office because it seems much more well lit or a bit more well lit than the one in uh, Jamaica, but it still looks yeah. great. Yeah, it's got nice gold uh, gold leaf around the doors. And on the, looks like the dresser on the side with its, what's that thing called? We got multiple candles on one stick. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm thinking of the, yeah, I'm thinking of that thing. No, no, it's not a, okay. No, it's, it's not a fedora. It's menorah. No, menorah. Torah is the script. Okay. Yeah. Still trying to look it up and I can't spell for craziness. That's why you got to use the voice option on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> I get away with so much, so many spelling. Alexa, ears. what's a menorah? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Alexa, cancel. <laughs> Do you know if this is a real place? Because it also it just looks so extravagant and interesting. Like the very pronounced red of the front desk with the chessboard esque tiles and the very ornate pillars. I would not be shocked one iota if it turned out if, this was a set. If this was in was it Northwood or whatever? Longwood? Well, I, I don't What's know. That? I'm just wondering if this hotel is real that they're filming in or if it's another expensive set. Because it seems so Pinewood, there you go. 